What's the one thing that you can do today that can change your life? You have the ability right now to see yourself in a new light and step into your future. Are you ready to step into that which already is desiring you? Or are you chasing it away with your fears, your insecurities, your worries? Anything is possible for you. You're the one from whom everything stems. Welcome to yet another episode of the Next Level on Purpose podcast. I am very excited for today's episode. It's a solo show where I'm going to speak about what it means to turn small dreams into big dreams. I want to speak about the accelerated life. The accelerated life is a life that you can tap into and we're going to dig right into it. In this podcast, my dream and desire is to make sure that with each episode, you come out more confident, you come out more bolder, you come out more ready and willing to pursue your one royal life with boldness and courage. Tapping into the accelerated life basically means you understanding that you are royalty and that there is a divine assignment that you have been brought into this world that only you can accomplish. Living the accelerated life is when you enter into that vortex of miracles and blessings, knowing and believing that you are a powerhouse. So when I talk about dreaming big and playing big and not settling for less than you deserve, it starts with that acceptance that you're a powerhouse. You have something that only you can offer and that the world is literally, literally waiting for you to show up. But will you show up for yourself first? You claim your divinity. You claim that person that is within you, that is connected to source and knows that there's nothing that you cannot do. You become so aligned with your spirit and leave your purpose from your heart. In the one of the last episodes we had of the podcast, I spoke about the core essence, living from the deepest part of yourself. And this is the part where if you operate from, you will step into the accelerated life. When you're in the lane of driving in the accelerated life lane, You're no longer playing the game of competition. No, you're not playing the game of luck or scarcity. You're not drawn into shiny object syndrome that anything and everything that is thrown your way, you just want to grab, grab, grab. Have you ever gone to a webinar and you listen to it and even before the person finishes, you're like, oh, that's the thing that is going to help me generate my first $5,000 or my first $10,000 in business or my first $1,000.
And no sooner have they finished the webinar, you have subscribed to another one and you attend this masterclass where the person says that if you follow this system, this is what is going to help you achieve magnanimous success in your life and business. And again, you sign up for that. You swallow the bait and there you are. And as you're going about your life's business, you're reading your emails and somebody sends you a freebie saying that they have, that the, this freebie is the one thing that you will need. This Once you download this link, your success in your business and life is will become inevitable. And there you go, you download that link and it leads you to another link. And in the next one hour or so, you're just in a rabbit hole of downloading information that you may never even ever use. And that's why I want us to be very alert and very aware of some of the things that we are doing in our lives that are preventing us from stepping into the fullness of our destiny. I want to say this, when you're operating in abundance and knowing that you're infinite, with access to free energy outside of time and space, something will change in your life. Because what happens is that when you step into the notion and the full understanding of the accelerated life, you'll understand that the first thing that you need to lead with is gratitude and awareness for the depth and the richness of the life that you have been given. Every morning I wake up, sometimes I wake up anxious about how things are going to pan out. Sometimes I wake up worried about what the day will offer. We all do. Sometimes I sit back and ask myself, what one thing that I'm going to do today that will have a ripple effect on tomorrow without even considering that I do not know if tomorrow will be there for me? And that's why when you're leading this life of turning your small dreams into big dreams, you need to start with the here and the now. What's the one thing that you can do today that can change your life? Many of us just decide that we're going to do a million things in a million ways in one day. And that's a big recipe for frustration. That's a big recipe for disaster. That's a big recipe for burnout. That's a big recipe for misery and sadness. I want you to know that you are already chosen and gifted. You have everything within you if only you trust yourself to take it moment by moment, to start living your life knowing that deep within you, there's something that only you can release into this world. And that's where you need to take ownership. Take ownership of your gifts. Take ownership of your talents. Take ownership of your resources. Take ownership of everything that you have. Bring order where there is disorder. Bring clarity where there is chaos. Because when you take personal responsibility for your life, something shifts. There's a time I was completely disorganized. I had everything all over the place, notes, papers, courses, books. You know, I just want, I was in this quest of learning and growing and, you know, and, and as I amassed all this stuff. There was even no room to keep it and I had to sit with myself. I had to call a little meeting, a little committee of a meeting for me, myself and I. I had to sit and ask myself, where is this scarcity mentality coming from? 
Why do I need all these resources that I may not even look at or even open? Why am I feeling so inadequate in myself that I have to look for external validation from places, people, and things that may not necessarily be even aligned to my bigger dreams and vision? And when you recognize that the energy state that you're in will create a strong magnetic field that matches how you think and feel and ultimately will attract those things to you. So if you're in a space where you sit and think that you're not deserving of good things, guess what? No good thing will come your way. If you sit with yourself and decide that you don't have the capability to launch that business, write that book, meet that partner, guess what will happen? It will become a self-fulfilled prophecy. You will call unto yourself that which you're already believing, even though you're going out there and reading all the affirmations in your heart saying that I can do all things, I will attract my right partner, I have the capability of great success in my life, I am ready to receive all that is there for me, and you go on and on and on. But deep inside, you do not believe it, that there's a block in your spirit that you know you do not feel deserving of it, then it will never come to you. So I want you to ask yourself, are you fully aware of your uniqueness? Are you fully aware of that which you bring into the world that is so distinct and so uniquely you that nobody can take away from you? Do you know that nobody can do that which you came here to do? Do you know that? And I want you to take a pen and paper and write genuinely from your heart, the responses that are coming as I ask these questions. Are you pursuing your heart's calling daily? That which speaks to your heart, are you pursuing it with determination, with courage, with boldness? Are you listening to your inner guidance? I just recorded a podcast interview and the guest said something so special. She said she sits with herself. And sometimes that inner voice within her has a lot to say. And many times in the past, she was ignoring her and shushing her. But she realized that that's where all her blocks have been. But the time that she decided to sit back and listen to this intuitive guidance within her, she was able to understand that she knows so much. She's wise. She's giving her knowledge and wisdom and understanding and revelatory knowledge that she can apply in her life on a day-to-day basis. Do you shush yours? Do you tell her to shut up or do you accommodate her? Are you in a state of gratitude for life or are you perpetually whining? Are you perpetually grumbling? Are you perpetually complaining? In this accelerated life, I want you to notice all the synchronicities and signs that life throws you. Could be this podcast as well that is a reminder to you that there are decisions to be made and that each moment that life brings you is a new experience for you to imagine something greater. I want you to know that everything in your life is mental. What you constantly imagine 
is what you're playing out emotionally and you end up recreating it in every area of your life. You can't spend another moment living in the past and imagining about all the things that did not work and all the regrets that you once had. It's time to snap out of it. You have the ability right now to see yourself in a new light and step into your future. Many people are living in the past. And let me tell you, yes, it's natural to want to stay there, but how is it helping you? More time wasted, more 40 years wasted of you being in a wilderness season that is of your own making because you have a choice. You have a choice to decide here and now that you know what, what's gone is gone. I'm forging on into the future. I'm designed, I'm supported, and I'm connected to the great source. And as long as you know that you're well connected, you can be able to stop focusing on these burdens of the past. And I want to say this before I give you a few steps that will help you. Anytime you feel restricted or constricted by a past thought, you're choosing to attach your identity to an experience that no longer exists, to an experience that is no longer there. Why do you want to burden yourself with something that's long gone, with something that's no longer your identity? It's past. I want you to see the world how you want it to be by visualizing a new way. Instead of accepting that what happened is your final destination. What happened, happened. It's in your past. However, you have a future that lies in front of you. And many people waste a lot of their precious time whining about a past that they cannot change, whereas they have a future that is so beautiful, a future that they can grab with both hands and run with it. Is that you? Don't spend another minute of your time acting against yourself, sabotaging your life. You know, those self-judgments can make you stoop so low. Why are you stooping so low? Not that somebody else has made you stoop low. You have taken that step yourself to stoop low. God is opening up his hands to you and telling you, honey, I have so much more for you, my darling daughter my royal diadem. I have all this amazingness awaiting for you in the future, but here you are clinging to the past. I want you to take your power back right now by accepting in the here and the now that you will no longer let the past hold you hostage. I want you to imagine the best for yourself and take your mental power back. I want you to see the world in the lens of how you want it to be. That's the accelerated life. When you feel into your essence, and we've done had a previous podcast episode where I spoke about your essence, begin to see how energized you become. Even as you listen to me speak, I can feel a shift. I can feel something in the atmosphere. I may not be in the same space with you, but I can feel it. Things will start accelerating and moving the moment you give yourself permission to acknowledge your divine nature and accept who you are and you start to move differently. Start moving with the speed of light. 
not from a place of pressure, but from a place of peace. Start feeling into yourself and giving yourself that permission to live your life fully. The moment I started appreciating the little things, the big things started to appear. I remember once saying to my husband, it's not about the big things, it's about the little things. At the time of this recording, we just had our Valentine's Day. And I remember my husband walking into the house with this bouquet of roses on Valentine's Day. And I looked at the roses and I was so touched by the gesture of love. And I was like, really, uh, thank you so much for the roses. And as I opened them up, I could see a few wilted stems. And I'm like, oh, look at this dying one. Look at this one. It's, oh, let me put them in water and blah, blah, blah. And as I started concentrating on the roses that were dying, I could feel my energy going into, oh, but these flowers could have been better. Oh, you know, and all these unnecessary thoughts just started creeping in. And I had to stop myself and think about the gesture of love that my husband took the time to go to a supermarket or wherever, or to a rose shop, a flower shop. He took the time to walk around and select those flowers and bring them home to me. All else is a detail. All else is unnecessary. And many of us remain shackled to the wrong thoughts. And perhaps he saw me or heard me talking about the wilting roses. And fortunately, <laughs> he didn't say anything. But I can tell you for a fact, nobody wants to feel unappreciated in this game called life. Nobody wants to go out of their way to support you and to help you. And there you come and, and toss it out of the window like nothing happened. Living the accelerated life is acknowledging that you are not perfect, but just the way you are, you are perfect. Did you get that? It's acknowledging that you're not perfect, but just the way you are, you are perfect. Somewhere along the line, through social conditioning, through religion, through culture, through the educational system, and we could go on and on and on, you forgot who you really are. You forgot that you're a powerful spirit and that things were always magical when you were a dreamer. I am a massive dreamer. I dream. I fantasize. I build castles in the air. But I don't just build the castles in the air. I make sure that I build them in reality as well. When you are a child, think about your five-year-old self, five-year-old Joanne, five-year-old Mary, five-year-old Miriam, five-year-old Jennifer, five-year-old Insat, your name. Anything was possible. You lived in the realm of immense and utter possibility. And guess what? You're 35, 45, 55, 65, 75. Somewhere deep inside, you still believe it. Your ability to dream big, your ability to imagine, your ability to conceive stuff in your mind is your superpower. You can make a great difference in your life by knowing this. There is a unique purpose and divine calling that only you can feel in this world. As a trailblazing professional, it is very likely that you are extremely gifted. 
You have a lot of talents, skills, and experiences that you bring to the table. You are multi-passionate and have lots and lots of bright ideas and amazing contributions to share with the world. But sometimes you feel very overwhelmed as you're not too sure where to start and what to focus on. You need a clear strategy and a step-by-step action plan to support you. Do not worry, I get it. Why? Because I was there. Your purpose is as unique as you are and will definitely evolve as you move through life. And sometimes it's the most unconventional path that could lead you to your true north. This journey can sometimes be very hazy and ambiguous, and you'll find that you desire to have someone who gets it, a companion on this journey, someone objective, non-judgmental, but knowledgeable, someone who took their own leap of faith into the unknown and came out safely on the other side to walk closely with you, someone compassionate, but also unbiased, who can really help you see your areas of strength and help you figure out what and where to pay attention to, help you see your blind spots and what to leverage on in whichever season of life you're in. If you're serious about creating your life by design, not by default, then let's speak. Please go to the show notes and you'll find a link to schedule your 30-minute complimentary clarity call with me. Go on, do it. Best decision you will make. So I'm going to share with you some thoughts around why it's important to dream big and allowing yourself to turn your small dreams into big dreams. I'm just going to give you a few pointers based on how I have created my own life and business in such a way that now I can confidently teach these same principles. You know, as you create your goals, you know, sometimes we think about, oh, am I worthy of doing this? Why do I deserve this awesome, awesome, awesome gift of my talent, right? And you ask yourself, am I capable of achieving it? But dreaming big requires big confidence. That's why the first step to developing a big dream, whatever that is for you, is to build a bit more self-confidence. How I apply this in my life is going back to my data. Try to remember times in your life, in your past, when you have succeeded in doing something you set your mind to that you made up your mind you are going to achieve whatever it is and you really buckled down to it and got the results. And as you find out these examples in your life, look at role models in your life that have dared to dream big and have achieved so much more than was expected from them based on probably even their background, where they came from. But they went and built an incredible life, even though they came from literally nowhere. My dad is one such example. I mean, it's not quite nowhere, but he grew up in a rural village in Kenya. And somehow, you know, he just knew that he was destined for so much more than that village. And when he got the opportunity to go to school, and actually I should bring him into the podcast to share his own story. My dad went all in with his studies. He was academically brilliant. 
he was very street smart. He was very astute and really possessed the spirit of excellence in everything that he did and to date still is. If there's a man of character and integrity, it's my dad. But it started with him seeing himself as somebody who had the capability to change the world, even though everything in his environment did not show that. So when he went to school out of his rural village, he saw life differently and he made a decision that where he came from was not going to impact where he was heading. And many years later, you know, it has been a lot of ups and downs. My dad is probably one of the most successful entrepreneurs that I know. And he's put his hand, you know, he has a civil engineering background, but he's extended his knowledge and his skills into various areas of enterprise, some that he had no studying or any background. All he needed to do was to do his research and, he, and it felt right for him and he followed his heart. One of the areas he has tapped to is in the banking industry. And it fascinates me that this civil engineer, you know, in his 60s, now early 70s, made up his mind that he was going to go into banking and finance. And he did. I'm going to bring him here so that you ladies and gents can get to hear a little bit more from him. Because I realized that when you know your worth and start acting on that knowledge, your life shifts. My father knew that he had so much to offer the world. And he did not wait for the world to validate his worth. He did not wait for culture to validate his worth. He did not wait for the government to validate his worth. He just knew it and he lived it. And now many of us have been mentored by him. He's my lead coach, if I may say so. Anytime I have something in business that is troubling me, the first person I run to is him. Yes, I have my business coaches, but he's, an, he's so astute in business that I'm like, you know what? I want to hear what my dad has to say about this. I want someone to say that when you dream big, you operate under a growth mindset. You learn to overcome fear of failure because this fear is real. Whenever we're aiming for something big, we'll have to learn to do new things. We'll have to learn to step out of our comfort zones. And there's a chance of failure and that's scary. And that could potentially change our lives forever and that is even more scary. But when you have that belief that growth and learning are more important than success or other people's opinions and something will snap in you, and that's what snapped in me. I don't care about failing. I don't care that life can get hard. What I care about is stopping myself from doing what I was put here to do because regret for me is one of the things I never ever want to look back and say that I regret A, B, C, D. I also want us to look at the notion that dreaming big requires us overcoming fear of success. I have had a massive fear of success myself. Many people focus on the fear of failure, but we less frequently imagine that there is the flip side, which is the fear of success. And that's the one which I can say I identify with more. Because success means different things to different people. It might mean that when you're successful, you'll be the odd one out. You'll be like the sore thumb. You'll stick out. 
in front of your friends, in front of your family. It might mean having more responsibility than you really feel you're ready for. Success could also lead to resentment from others or even confusion of, from yourself about your own sense of self. So you lose your own sense of self-concept as a result of success. And that has been my big, one of my biggest fears. So I'm not trying to make you concerned or worried about the side effects of success. What I'm trying to do is to help you explore whether the fear of success or the fear of failure is actually what's preventing you from dreaming really big. I have failed plenty of times. It's not a big deal to me anymore. But success? I don't know who the successful Joanne would be, and that scares the living delights out of me sometimes. I wonder, would I be too big for myself? Would I be so caught up with, you know, this new life or whatever it is? And that's just a fear. But I want us to be realistic about this because we are human. And the moment you step into your humanness and accept that there are these thoughts that are going through your head, the better. If fear of success is something that might be preventing you from dreaming big, I encourage you to sit and listen to this podcast and start reflecting on success and working to shift your definition of what success means to match you. Not success by any other person's standards, but how do you match success with your lifestyle? How do you match success with your thoughts? How do you match success with your beliefs? Maybe being a millionaire or an influencer or a famous person is not your definition of success. And if that's the case, that's okay. Search for clarity. Search for what success means like for you. What is the version of success that you would want to strive for? When you're dreaming big, one of the most potent forces of dreaming big, in my opinion, is that it requires you to find meaning in life. When we get stuck in pursuing small dreams or dreams that are not aligned with us, you know, those are the wrong dreams, it's because we have not deeply explored what truly matters to us, what gives our, our life meaning and significance. A big dream, my darlings, without meaning is pointless. A big dream without meaning is futile. This is why when people say, oh, you know, you desire to be a millionaire or becoming a millionaire is the in thing or, you know, that kind of thing, it sometimes rubs me off the wrong way because you have to go back to your own desires. I'm not disputing. I actually do think that becoming a millionaire can be a meaningful dream for many people and that's valid, that's okay. But I want you to think about yourself. Are you doing this? Is it providing any meaning to you or are you doing it just to impress other people? Are you doing it just for it to rule off your tongue that I am a millionaire? You know, how meaningful is that dream and that desire for you? So if it's about a desire to build something from nothing, you know, provide for your family, Build philanthropic causes around your millions, right? 
be a person that is outstanding in the community in terms of your contribution and that you're giving back with what it is that you've amassed, then those are things that will definitely give you a sense of meaning. So I really want you to go to the root of it. It's just that many people don't think through the meaningful reasons for their desires. So I want you to think, when I become a millionaire, if I want to become a millionaire, what's the root of that? If it's around provision for the needy, it's around making your life and enhancing your life and that of your family. If it's about uh, giving to philanthropic causes, if it's about you know, helping your community in one way or the other, that absolutely makes sense. So what goes into having more meaningful dreams? What goes into giving us more meaningful dreams? I think it comes from a sense of meaning. And these are some of the things that would come out of it. For me, it's really about my life purpose, having a sense of meaningful direction in life. I eat, live, and breathe life purpose. And I see if you strip me of everything and you leave me with my purpose, I can build up from that. It's about personal growth the ability to develop and grow as a person. It's about self-acceptance. Are you holding positive attitudes about yourself? I strongly believe that meaningful dreams also involve creating positive relations with others. Are you creating warm, trusting relationships with others? I also strongly believe that as I build my desires and build my dreams, there's a sense of autonomy that comes out as a result. What is this autonomy? It's the feeling free to choose and direct one's own actions, the freedom to live your own life your way. You did it your way. You're doing it your way. And then environmental mastery, feeling that you can change your circumstances that your current situation is not a tattoo on you. You can change it. You can change your perceptions. You can change your beliefs. And then, very importantly, is understanding that dreaming big requires you to effectively set your goals, effective goal setting. It's well and good. I say this to my clients all the time. It's all well and good to have big, bold, meaningful, audacious goals. But if you do not take necessary steps to build your goals through goal setting and taking the necessary actions, these dreams may never be a reality. They may never see the light of day. These dreams may forever just live in your mind. So once you know what your big dream looks like and you fleshed it out, I want you to get practical about it. I want you to analyze it. I want you to figure out the step-by-step action steps that you will need to help you move forward. Figure out the steps that are required to make it into reality. A big dream is just a goal. But I want you to think to yourself, how can you make this smart? And I know you may know the acronym. If you don't, it's really, how do you make your goals specific? How do you make your goals meaningful and measurable? How do you make your goals achievable? How do you make sure that the goal that you're setting is realistic? And how are you able to track it? Is it time-bound? 
So these are the questions that arise from that smart. Is this dream meaningful to you? Is this dream realistic given your restrictions or responsibilities? We have life responsibilities and we cannot discount them. So it's important for yourself to ask as you're building your dream, given your personal circumstances and responsibilities, how can you make sure that it comes to pass? Is this dream clear in your mind? Is it detailed? Is it specific? Given the specifics of this dream, is it achievable if you take X, Y, or Z steps? And how can you track the progress towards your dream? When you're crystal clear about your dream, you can better see the steps you need to take to get you there. You can see that, you know what, if I do this, this will lead to this, and if I do the other, it will lead to the other. And as you track these steps, you'll have a better sense of the progress that you're making. Every time I set a goal, I start from the beginning. Where am I at? Because it's so easy for you to set it and completely forget that there was a starting point. And that's where it's trackable. So example, one of your goals is maybe to write a book, right? Start from the beginning. Where were you before you wrote the book? What are the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions that came every time you thought about writing the book? And where was the point that came that you're like, this book has to be written? That is so important because you'll always have that data. You'll always have that evidence to move you forward. You know, when you're able to look back and see that, you know what, there was a time that I was not even sure how this was going to happen and then you track back and see the steps that you take it will be so magnetic for you in future because you'll be able to take the same steps that you did for any other goal any other dream it becomes a rinse and repeat process and then i want you to know that dreaming big requires taking action what is one action you can take here and now today to bring your dream to life Getting started is often the hardest part. So see if you can take one small action today that gets you where you want to go. And I always like looking into my circumstances and seeing what, you know, what are the other things that could happen along the way? Where could I get derailed? And these are what I call implementation intentions. These are simply plans for what you'll do when your plan A goes awry. So this is what an implementation intention looks like. If situation X happens, then I will do Y. And if you set up an implementation intention, it will help you be able to focus more on your goals. It will help you to easily execute your big dreams. And basically, Asking yourself that, okay, if the path that I had initially started reroutes or takes a different path, what does the second new path look like? Will it still take me to where I want to go? That way you will still get to your desired destination no matter what. And I want to wind up by saying this. Dreaming big requires us to be joyful in the process. It requires us taking joy in the process. 
Do not be anxious. Do not be troubled. Do not be worried about how the dream will end up in the end. Assure yourself that because you have the dream, the dream is going to come to pass because you are committed to the process. You know, sometimes we focus so much on the big dream that we forget to enjoy the process. And that's why we call it the journey, the journey of life. And these dreams can be inspiring. And we imagine a future that is unlikely anything that we've known before. And it's so easy to get attached to the end goal. It's so easy to get attached to how will I get there? Worrying about whether or not you'll reach that end goal just taints the whole experience. Instead, try to focus on the enjoyable parts of the journey. For me, I love celebrating small shifts. Even as I go for the bigger goal, before I celebrate my 50th podcast, I'll celebrate my 10th podcast. Before I celebrate my 10th podcast episode, I'll celebrate my second podcast episode. That makes the journey so much more enjoyable. If our dreams are truly meaningful to us, striving towards them, I can tell you, my friends, can actually increase your well-being. Regardless, and I capture this, regardless of whether you achieve your goal at the end. As we pursue our meaningful dreams and goals, we make easier progress. We are more satisfied and eventually create an upward spiral of well-being. For me, I always want to make sure that the processes that I choose and the steps that I take to accomplish my dreams are ones that I enjoy and are valuable. And if anything takes joy out of me, I always go back and ask myself, what about this process is making me feel tense? What about this process is making me feel uncomfortable? So I'm going to give you an assignment right now. And the assignment is just a tool for you that to use as you pursue your big goals. And I want you to take this activity seriously and ask yourself, what's your big goal? Get started by first setting a clear goal. What goal do you want to achieve by the end of this year? What goal do you want to achieve in terms of your revenue targets for your business? What goal do you want to achieve in terms of your family life? What goal do you want to achieve in terms of, you know, maybe you want to own a home? or several homes, or maybe you want to get into investment and forex and that kind of stuff. Set the goal, get clear on it. And then the second step that I want you to do today is to commit to your goal in writing. Write it down. I keep saying, if you keep things in your head, you will forget them. It's so easy to say to yourself, oh, I've done this before. I know how to store things in my head. I've done that. Um, sometimes think that I'm going to use my memory bank to preserve ideas and in no time I forget them. So commit to your goal in writing and not just that once, refer to that big goal every single day. And the third step that I want you to do is to create the implementation in intentions, you know, 
or that plan B, as I said earlier, just in case, to enable you to stay on track with your goals. This tool that I have shared with you has helped me achieve a lot in my life. It has helped me really learn about myself in terms of achieving my goals, in terms of implementing you know, the things that I feel will move the needle for me. And that is how the accelerated life comes along. It doesn't just come out of nowhere. It doesn't come from your overthinking. It doesn't come, you know, from you wasting time overacting and overcomplicating things that are meant to be simple. The biggest disaster or the, one of the things that can lead to disastrous results in your big dreams is overcomplicating the process. Overthinking the process, magnifying the steps, making them bigger than they are. I want you to let your mind be so open to the new possibilities that lie ahead of you so you can start to receive the answers that will lead you closer and closer to your dreams. Now that you're in that aligned state, now you're in that powerful state of mind where you have decided that you're going to make these big dreams come to life, notice things will start moving in your favor. Because as Rumi said, what you desire, desires you right back. But are you ready to receive it? Are you ready to step into that which already is desiring you? Or are you chasing it away with your fears, your insecurities, your worries, your doubts? I want you to take a stance and understand that the realm of possibilities includes sudden shifts and sudden breakthroughs. And that is how you step into the accelerated life. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. And if it inspired you, it blessed you, bless somebody else by sharing the link of the Next Level on Purpose podcast with your friends and with your contacts. I know for a fact that everything that we share here, if you listen, if you apply, will completely change the trajectory of your life. All is possible, and you have to remember that if you accept that that possibility lies within you, you will be able to possess a freedom that you will look back and be like, whose life is this? You will be able to get shifts that will completely move your life. And you walk in gratitude knowing that what you have created will create ripples, not only in your life, but in the life of many more. It's now time to start owning the fact that anything is possible for you, that anything is possible for you. You're the one from whom everything stems. Enjoy your accelerated life. Step into it and own it. Until the next episode, I can't wait to see you. I will love you and leave you. Keep tuned in. We have such amazing content every single week that is available for you to just soak in and absorb. Have a wonderful, wonderful one. And until next time, God bless. Music.